Verulam Sports. Hello again and welcome to Verulam Sports Podcasting. This is Tony Rice alongside a man who I believe had ought to be an MBE. It is the iconic community officer for our Saints and a man who is quite literally never averse to getting on his bike to do great things for many charities. It's an honour to welcome back to Verulam Sports Podcasting, Mr. Phil Coates. How are you, Phil? I'm fine, thank you. Thanks, Tony, for uh, letting me come on your podcast. Uh, Yeah, looking forward to it. Absolutely, and we're looking forward to hearing all about uh, a little bike ride challenge that you're taking on very soon. But first of all, Phil, uh, I know it's been a tough time for football, and I think it's good that everything is beginning to seem like it's uh, returning to quote-unquote normality. But one of the many uh, things that keep you busy and I know a massive uh, important part of your life is your role as the community officer for our Saints. Just give us a bit of an overview about what's been happening from that perspective recently. Yeah, I mean, it's been difficult to, um, to do too much um, during lockdown, but we've, um, we've had, if you go back to just before Christmas, yep. we had um, some of our uh, fans out um, with the... Santa float um, going around St Albans raising money on that particular night for for youth talk. Um, we've had others, um, I mean, including sort of young saints, um, somebody who was a mascot um, uh, probably a year or so ago, um, was doing keepy uppies to to raise money for uh, the NHS. But he, he wasn't just doing things by halves. He wanted to do a thousand keepy uppies without, um, you know, without the ball hitting the ground and he achieved it. It went well over a thousand and raised a couple of thousand pounds. Well, still um, to pay the bills and do great things for our vital NHS. How wonderful was that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, we should give him a name check. His name's Eden Cock and um, he's a great lad. And as I say, he was one of our mascots, but um but otherwise, you know, the, the club have been doing um, uh, there's some fans, uh, in fact, somebody who's um, taking part on the bike ride to Amsterdam. Uh, I've met quite a few times. We've done the um, stewarding for vaccination centres yes. in Auburn. So there has been a number of fans doing doing that. And um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's been, um, oh, and also in, in conjunction with Enchi Shikari, mm-hmm. um, supporting the St Albans and the Liverpool um, food banks. So, uh, yeah, there's been a, you know, quite a bit going on. And of course, as you say, it hasn't been easy for any of us in our current context, but still impressive to see how you guys there for the Saints going out there amongst the communities and doing great, great things. Um, supporting charities, I know, is massively important to you, Phil. Uh, before we uh, move things forward and consider an upcoming challenge, um, just you mentioned their youth talk uh, and the kind of support that was being done uh, by the community there. Just uh, in case people are unaware of youth talk, can you put us into the picture of what they do and who they look after? Yeah, I mean, they are a local charity based in Dagnall Street in, in St Albans. Um, set up over 20 years ago, um, I think it was in conjunction with one of the local GPs who mm-hmm. saw a need um, for mental health awareness. Um, it's for children or 
children and young adults between 13 and 25 mm -hmm. and um, counsellors um, there's counselling which is um, carried out in well had been carried out in the Dagnall Street offices but um, more recently it's had to be in, um, via Zoom and of course more recently there's been more demand for their services so they originally took on three more counsellors and I believe they're taking on even even more now because there is such a, um, a demand um, you know, in, in the younger age group for, uh, for counselling about mental health. Yeah, do you know, I was talking to the guys uh, in another local charity in a similar vein, um, the guys at Mind in Midhearts. And it is as, as just a reflection of the times, isn't it? That's, again, doing great things, but the number of people seeking them out as with youth talk at this moment has obviously increased uh but the resources are what they are finite so it's amazingly impressive um uh, that these local charities are supported because they are doing vital work at this time but phil go on please no i was just going to say definitely um such a need at the, at the moment and hopefully uh, well raising awareness that the charity is there and the counsellors are there they're keeping up with them um, just about keeping up with uh, the number of people who are approaching them at the moment mm -hmm. but um, obviously they can foresee that there'll be need for extra mm -hmm. counsellors as well so absolutely and it's so important that we do uh, support in any way shape or form that we can but I think you made a really key point there Phil because obviously financial support is vital to so many organizations in particular charities but the awareness is also often so much uh, equally as vital isn't it to make people conscious that there are things like that available to them yeah oh definitely yeah I mean um, people need to know that these charities are, are available and um, I was surprised that uh, certainly one or two schools in St Albans that we've been into as part of our community initiative hadn't actually heard of Youth Talk and the, and the fact it's there for, uh, uh, for children and, and young adults. So it's great to have that uh, awareness risen up now today. But you yourself, as well as doing that great work uh, in your capacity as the community uh, officer for the Saints, take things like this uh, and really lead by example. I'm excited to delve into this most recent challenge, Phil. But again, just to give the overall context, uh, I mean, it's hundreds of thousands of pounds that you've been responsible involved in both individually and collectively for some of the amazing cycles from london to amsterdam that you've been involved in over the years just give us uh the context of that and again from a very i guess small acorn it's become a little bit of a bmr phil oh i know i never imagined the first time that we took part which was i think 2015 right. um there were four of us that took part, Lawrence Levy, club owner and chairman, or co-owner and chairman, and um, myself and two others. And it grew to such an extent that um, uh, in 2018, we had 46 riders from uh, St Albans City taking part. Just repeat um, that one more time, because from four to in excess of 40 in no time whatsoever, you know, that's amazing. I know. I, I couldn't believe it. That 
that year how many people um, decided they were going to take part and I think that year alone we raised £70,000 and there's an obligation to mm. to raise well a thousand pound each or now it's gone up slightly because they need um need more money but mm-hmm. um to to raise so much more than the sort of forty six thousand we needed to to mm-hmm. raise um was incredible and over the years um we've we've now raised um just over one hundred and fifty thousand as a football club which um think is more than any other club in the country including premiership sides and you know it's i, I just can, can't believe that we um what started off as a small um thing has grown and grown like you said and hence why i say um with genuine conviction that you had ought to receive an mbe phil i know you're a very humble individual i know it's a team collective effort but i also know from uh, doing some uh, walks and marches with you for prostate cancer uk that you do lead by example sir yeah i think um i was going to mention actually it's not just the the cycle rides but um the jeff stelling walks and um, march for men which you've taken part in and i was you know, really chuffed that you've you've taken taken part, and also I think that's a crawl to the finish line, but I did make it on two occasions. No, no, <laughs> didn't. we nearly left you behind on one um, on one occasion. I think it but, was the um, very first one. It was oh, but there's, I tell you, they are. It's a great thing, though, isn't it, Phil? Uh, and I'm talking yeah. here from like, personal experience. Uh, it's one of the most uh, grueling things I've ever done in my life, but I would. If the moment the March for Men is available, if it is indeed, fingers crossed, I'm enlisting again because it's just the camaraderie that you get is quite unique, isn't it? Oh, yeah, you just get talking to so many different people and um, they tell you why they've actually taken part. Um, one of them, the, the first walk, um, the first day we were walking um, down in Exeter, um, going towards uh trying to think clumpton mm-hmm. i got, um, got talking to somebody else who was walking um and asked him why he was taking part and he said well i was diagnosed with prostate cancer i had surgery uh and it, i think it was only a couple of months before the walk and um we ended up becoming really good friends and he actually um, did the cycle ride um, three years ago and raised you know quite a lot of money for, for Prostate Cancer UK so it was just and it's everybody who you meet on on the walk and you know just chatting and obviously professional ex, ex-professional yes, yes. take part so you suddenly find yourself alongside um, You're starting to with Chris Kamara one moment aren't you as it goes yeah, yeah. I mean, walking with him—it's uh, such a, you know, he's such an inspiration in his own individual way. But um, but people like you know, say Matt Letizia, yes, him, and we stopped for a um, sort of ref- refreshment break on the um, outskirts of a park, and um, he went across and played football with this um, dad and his son, and. Um, and the dad said, you know, you realise who this is? He's played for England. That's <laughs> brilliant. That's absolutely brilliant. But also, uh, whilst these are 
um, grueling, as I say, but an awful lot of fun. Um, they are for a serious cause, aren't they? Prostate Cancer UK, as we've mentioned with regards to all charities, tough times at the moment. You yeah. yourself raised hundreds of thousands of pounds, which is astonishing. Again, great work with the Saints in, in connection. But as well as that, it is that awareness, isn't it? Because the yeah. thing that really got me into this field, being a fan of sport, is when you inform me that, uh, and I don't know if things have improved or remained around about the same level, that a man will die of prostate cancer every 45 minutes. That half-time yeah. whistle for me in a football match is still a little bit uh, eerie since then, you know. Yeah, that's um, incredible, but an awful statistic, really. And um, um, when you look at it from a different point of view, it's one in eight men mm. are affected by prostate cancer, and one in four if you're um, if you're black. So, yes. uh, you know, it's a, an awful thought that so many people are going to be affected, and and I think they've said the number of people going to be mm. tested has dropped significantly mm. in lockdown, and obviously um, people could end up going to their doctor and finding. Um, you know, the situation is worse than it would have been had they, you know, gone earlier in lockdown. So we just got to keep raising that awareness, basically. Absolutely. And you do that so powerfully. And it's great to uh, give you this platform to do precisely that now. Uh, now, it is a challenging time, but I know you're a man who loves a challenge. Um, and it looks like, I don't necessarily think it's confirmed just yet, but the bichloride again will be happening. And I think um, you've been working closely uh, with uh, Thomas Gaffney and uh, a bit of a local um, Sunday League teams engagement, hopefully up ahead. Yeah, um, Seamus um, is um, a guy who I've known vaguely for, for years and um, I've seen him at St Albans games and he came up with the idea of um, some of his teammates from uh, Sunday League days mm -hmm. years ago mm. um, taking part in the ride as well so we were all we were due to take part in the ride again last year yeah in June last year and that's now been postponed three times mm. and it's September this year and it looks as if it's going to go ahead as long as um, things in the not just the UK but obviously going to to Holland in, into Amsterdam, yes. but also the journey back normally is by coach to Brussels and then um, back from from Brussels. So the situation in both those countries has got to be okay for us to take part. But um, but Seamus has got um, four other people he used to play a uh, side called Phoenix, who are nice. quite well known in um, Sunday league circles. Um, uh, to take part as well and um, we look forward to riding together and we haven't actually really met up um, since everybody entered because of the situation yeah. but listen, I just love that and we'll watch this space and fingers crossed appreciate the logistics of that endeavour uh, you know it's not as clear cut but it does sound positive and it does sound promising but in the here and now Phil again yeah. not being daunted uh, again a man who will rise to a challenge uh it's a big one this one i just think it's incredibly poignant uh it would have been the 101st birthday of um the beloved sir captain tom over this coming 
uh, Easter bank holiday um, weekend, or sorry, the May Day bank holiday weekend, 30th of April. And you are picking up the baton that their family have laid down and just, uh, I think, once again, getting on your bike for a mega effort. I think it's going to be 140 miles. Tell us a little bit more, Phil. Yeah, um, I was thinking of, well, one of the things I really wanted to do was to see my older son down in, in Bristol. Yeah. And, um, uh, obviously, I could go in the car, um, could possibly go on the train um, once, you know, um, May the sort of 27th mm-hmm. arrives. But then I thought, actually, he's got really keen on cycling during nice. lockdown. Um, around the Bristol area, sort of Bristol to Bath and, mm-hmm. and various places. I mean, it's a lovely area to to cycle in. And um, I thought, well, why not cycle down to uh, down to Bristol? Yep. Uh, and then, just at the time I was considering it, um, Captain Tom's Captain Sir Tom's family came up with this uh, Captain Tom One Hundred challenge. Yep. It's basically um, doing something that involves a hundred. Um, what you want to want to do? There's people doing um, sort of making a hundred cakes. Um, yeah. There's um, all kinds of things. Mm. And I thought, well, from here to Bristol, St Albans to Bristol, just over a hundred miles. By the time I worked out a route that didn't mean going on major yeah. road, it's more like hundred and forty. And then, of course, um, trying to work out where I could actually stay um, uh, proved probably the most testing um, areas in organising the ride. So is it going to be a camp operation? It is for the first um, um, couple of nights, yeah. So not only have I got sort of panniers on the the bike, I've also got a tent. So... um, a little bit of weight, sort of, on, on the bike, as well as me. <laughs> and, hey, honestly, um, Phil, I'll tell you something, you're looking great at the moment. I really am saluting you for this one. Anyway, what I'm I love not- about this, what I love yeah. about this, as well as the fact that, once again, it reminds us of um, a man who really does accept, embrace, and enjoy a real good challenge. I love the fact that it is that family affair, though, for you as well. I think both sons, so uh, Phil, uh, the family coats are going to be uh, really engaging, at least towards the latter end of this challenge. Yeah, um, they've been really support. Well, the whole family has been really supportive. Um, and um, a few years ago, again on the Jeff Stelling Walk, they joined me um, down in Bristol to to do the last leg of um, one of Jeff Stelling walks. So we walked. Um, uh, into into Bristol um, together and, um, and and with with Jeff Stelling and we had spoken to him then. So when I came up with the idea, um, I said to Adam, the older son, "Well, why don't um, I come down and um, hopefully stay in Bath um, uh, the night before I finish, and then you and I cycle down." Um, from Bath in, into Bristol and then talking to my younger son who lives in St Albans he said well I'd quite like to to do that last section as well which actually helped because he's going to yes. drive down to Bristol cycle the two of them are going to cycle up to, to Bath on mm-hmm. um, next Saturday morning and um, and then we're um, then going to cycle back together and finish in, in Bristol so 
yeah, it could be be quite emotional. I think when we when we cycle in, in, into Bristol. So, I, just, um, I, I just literally salute you once again. I think this is absolutely fabulous. Um, as always, Phil, I know you're a, you know, a very humble guy um, just doing these things because that's the kind of chap you are. Uh, it is also, though, let's not forget about raising awareness. And also, uh, I think we all had ought to, I know times are tough, but offer some great support for Phil doing these fantastic challenges. Phil, can you let us know of the best way that we can indeed show that kind of support for you? What's the best, I don't know, just giving link? Um, yeah, I mean, if you go on, um, it's for both for prostate cancer and youth talkers. Um, yes. As we've been um, the prostate cancer is, um, uh, Prostate Cancer UK is Just Giving website, which is, well, you can put my name in, but you need Phil with two, two L's, not one. Yes. Um, and it's um, www.justgiving.com slash fundraising slash peacoats or um for youth talk it's mm -hmm. um virgin money giving which is um uk.virginmoneygiving.com slash philcoats one just remind us of both of those one more time phil yeah it's um prostate cancer uk is www.justgiving.com slash fundraising slash peacoats and um, Youth Talk is uk.virginmoneygiving.com slash philcoats1. Absolutely brilliant. And again, what's even more so than that? If that wasn't enough, it would be enough for the average Joe. It ain't enough for Phil Coates, though. Oh, my goodness me. A fan of, I believe it was the Proclaimers who saying they'd walk 500 miles and then they'd do 500 more. This challenge in honour of Sir... Uh, uh, Captain Tom is also part of a bigger challenge for you, isn't it, over the next calendar year? Uh, again, fill in the gaps. Yeah, well, I, um, I was thinking, um, actually, I, I'm sure I could do some more things to, to raise awareness and, uh, and fundraise. And um, one of the things I, I want to do when I may, we're able to in, in the summer is to do part of the... Yeah. South, southwest coastal footpath and also do other things like well we've got the football to Amsterdam hopefully in in September um I thought well why not try and build it up and do a thousand miles which is 500 miles and 500 more uh over the next year so really uh, this cycle ride down to Bristol is the sort of first event of that and then uh doing things like park runs I'll probably sure. do the St Albans half marathon if it takes place in June which is due to um, and then southwest coastal footpath so I then came up with the idea well why don't I send an email to the proclaimers and see whether they were willing to offer their support hey guys and if you're listening get involved with this <laughs> and I, I got an email back saying, uh, yes, we'd love to be involved. Um, the way we could do it is send you a, a video clip sort of wishing you all the best for your challenge. So I'm hoping to get that in the next uh, week or so. So that'd be... Well, I'm richly deserved. And I'll tell you what, fair play, chaps. I love that. And Phil, again, I'm, 
I'm just exhausted even contemplating the endeavours that you are embracing coming up. And of course, this very weekend, it begins the first of what promises to be, and I proclaim it, a thousand mile challenge over the next year for the legendary Phil Coates. Uh, again, that is, of course, in honour of Sir Captain Tom and his family's 100 challenge. He would, of course, himself have been 101 on the 30th of April. Phil, with all this wonderful energy, with this great commitment, honestly, I'm going to say it one more time because I do passionately believe you deserve an MBE, sir, and maybe even indeed a very knighted, but time will tell. Uh, but remind us now, please. Uh, of the best just giving links for both Prostate Cancer UK and of course St Albans own Youth Talk. Yeah, it's um, Prostate Cancer is www.justgiving.com uh, forward slash fundraising forward slash peak hopes and Youth Talk is uh, uk.virginmoneygiving.com slash philcoats1 phil with a double L and if you can't uh, can't remember that just um, go put in my name um, on either of them and it should come up with the uh, with the challenge and Perfect. Ho hopefully the first part of it I should be letting people know um, when I'm sort of resting up in the evening hopefully <laughs> um, just do a, a blog every day just to, to let people know uh, where I've got to and uh, how it's going and hopefully the weather will stay like it is today as well. Hey, fingers crossed. But I tell you something, uh, I'm so in awe of this. I look forward to reading those blogs. Uh, I'm sure they'll be very entertaining indeed. I would like to take a moment to thank you for your time just now and to say a massive, um, just huge respect to you, Phil. This is mind-blowing stuff, and I'm sure it's going to be a riotous success. So thanks again for your time just now. Yeah, thanks, Tony, and thanks to Radio Verulam, who, as always, have been really supportive and uh, if I get the um, the video clip I'll send it on to you so you can play, play it at some point. Hey I tell you what I'm looking forward to that already and I think that's brilliant. What a man the proclaimer is uh, maybe getting involved it sounds very positive uh, but right now we can simply proclaim once again Phil Coates is a, just an all-round good egg doing great great things very humbly but to raise fantastic money and crucially awareness for Prostate Cancer UK and the St Albans-based Youth Talk. Phil, again, thanks again.